I'm Jerry East, and this is my podcast, The COVID-19 Lockdown Account. My mission is to interview 100 everyday people so they can share their story. We'll document their ups, their downs, and the challenges they face every day. These are historical times, and I hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hi guys, so tonight I have Bobby with me now. Bobby is a, an old friend of mine who we used to throw weights around in the uh, powerlifting days or in my powerlifting days and in my first gym known as SAS Gym. Uh, Bob now works in post-production and is a media supervisor and more importantly is a pretty good laugh to talk to. So Bob, Ooh. how are we doing my man? How are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm well stocked for this. I've got... um. I've got a big man mug of tea. There you go. And when we get fancy, fancy, I have a tiny espresso. Nice. <laughs> so you're not going to sleep tonight then? <laughs> it's decaf. Oh, right. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, so, right, you're, you're still going at the moment, aren't you? You're, you're still um, working. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we've still got to do our jobs because we can do it remotely. So we don't have the luxury of, um, I say luxury, a lot of people are hating it, really. But <laughs> yeah, we don't have the... Um, choice i should say to uh stay at home and not do stuff not not yeah. do what we're supposed to be doing and what's that like i mean what's the transition been like well it happened pretty quickly it's a couple of days uh yeah it it, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't easy it's pretty stressful i was working yeah. like 11 hour days and because obviously i'm i'm a supervisor so it's not like i'm just you know doing what i'm told i've got to help run the department so um you know, if it doesn't get set up remotely from home, then people who should be working from home have to come in and then you don't want that because they, uh, you know, you don't want to put people at risk. Oh, of course, of course. Um, and when it comes to like your team, what's the, uh, what's the mood like? What's, how are they dealing with it? They seem all right, to be honest. They seem fine. I mean, we were pretty transparent with them about what we're doing, how we're doing it, um, that we want to make sure that they're safe and, you know, that we're not going to take advantage of them or anything like that, get them to come in when they shouldn't be. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they were fine. I mean, when everyone's set up from home and working remotely and kind of the anxiety of not being able to physically ask people questions kind of dies away. I mean, it kind of settled in a little bit more. But initially, everyone's a little bit on edge, you know. It's like, oh, I've got to do all my work and I can't ask anyone a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're not accountable to anyone. Are well... But they're only accountable when they have to present it and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But we've, yeah, uh, so. we've been on, uh, we've been communicating really well, actually. We've, um, you know what, you know, Slack is. Yes. I've heard of Slack. Yeah. But for the yeah, audience yeah, or people listening, could you just break that down for us? So uh, it's basically just like, um, a big server chat room, but like mm. in a, a work environment focused thing. So, you know, it's the professional equivalent to like a discord or something. You know, uh -huh. like different channels for different things, but yeah, everyone's been fantastic on that. So it's been pretty, pretty good. Cool, cool, cool. And do you like upload? Can you upload media and stuff into that, or is it more? Uh, are you doing that via uh, something online, more like a, a? Well, I mean, we don't really need to send each other stuff because we we most of what we do is accepting stuff from our clients. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't know whether there was like a um, intranet or a. a something that you guys will oh, yeah. log so, into. Yeah, sorry. So our, our remote situation isn't, uh, it's actually quite, 
cool because instead of setting up our computers to be able to access everything, we just set up, we've basically all got a VPN that allows us to access our work network and we just remote oh. directly onto our own PCs anyway. So if mm. we can get on that, we can do everything. Oh, perfect, perfect. And what, did people have setups at home already? Did they have to take stuff from the <laughs> no. no, No, it was, uh, it was um, we had to do everything as soon as we knew we had to do it. So it was all from scratch and it's, it's quite incredible the amount of stuff that some other people have done. So we've got, we've got a lot of clients and we've got a lot of people, a lot of editors working on shows might have, well, one of the buildings has about 30 rooms for editors to sit in 30 different rooms. One of them has about 20 something. One of them has over 20. Even if they're all half full, all of those people got to be set remotely and it's, you know, the person doing that was pretty ragged after the two days of oh doing that. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't account for the staff as well. That's just the clients. Every staff in all, we've got three buildings. So all the, all the, all the clients in all three buildings have to be set up remotely, working efficiently from home without like lag so they can actually edit stuff. All the staff have got to be remotely working from home. So they would have to have a certain level of, of, uh, of, internet as well so they would have to have a certain requirement of internet as well so i would have thought fiber optic would be the the very lowest <laughs> yeah well i mean i don't know i don't know what the actual editors happen to have as luckily not my department <laughs> yeah yeah i'm um i supervise the technical <laughs> junior department so we deal with like incoming and outgoing media so it's like rushes coming in camera rolls archiving we don't actually interact with the clients so it's oh, okay not my up about 60 70 editors remotely from home oh. just have to worry about my like 13 ops i take care of 13 either way is pretty uh pretty hardcore that, to, that's to an with. espresso sip that is that's a that's a big deal i i suppose the only worry for you guys now is that it's going to be very limited with new content i mean we you did briefly talk to me about that before we went on to the uh, onto record um but I mean, talk to me about like some of the content that is coming in that isn't it the stuff that is coming in that isn't kind it's difficult to say really because one of <laughs> one i've signed a non-disclosure so i don't want to be <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't want to be um i don't want to be particular but generally the shows people are making in my experience are related to this kind of thing zoomies kind of stuff because what well, what else can you do you can't yeah. get a camera crew in. You can't get a cameraman. You can't get a camera. What are you going to do? Um, the stuff that's coming in from shows before this happened, honestly, I can't recall. Um, no, I can't really. It's difficult. I mean, the amount of, the amount of um, shows that we do, it just kind of rotates. You know, when one's done, another one comes in. It's just a revolving door of new shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I mean, are you allowed to talk about who you are, like stuff you've worked on in the past, people you, shows you've worked on, are you allowed to talk about anything like that? Or I don't know what you are and I'll allowed to talk about. Same really. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, um, my, Secret <laughs> Secret I, had, uh, I know, I know for absolute facts, right. I can definitely talk about some things cause I have got a credit on a TV show and, uh, that's, that's quite, a, I don't want to say big things. It's like, you know, look at me. But I know in my business, because we're a company that supply a service to clients to edit yeah. their stuff, 
individual people don't typically get credits unless they're like the producer of the show, you know, that of kind course, of thing. Of course. But what I did do is um, about a year or two ago, year and a half, something like that, a year ago-ish, um, we had Geordie Shaw season 21 come in. <laughs> Oh, and I, I synced five out of ten episodes and I got credits on the episodes. So that was, oh, that that's was cool. Fun. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, there you go. They, you, you've made it. What, what, <laughs> what, what more do you need? Yeah. My fans are lining up at the door. <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, you, you've got more credits than I do. So, <laughs> I mean, you must see some, Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to twist your arm too much, but especially with a show like that, I can't even imagine. Do they just chuck you so much footage, and you're like, "Well, that can't go in. Uh, that can." No, no, that's that's kind of the um, that's kind of the the good thing about because the way it works is that clients will send their stuff in. Oh, okay. Right? Way the way it works in Geordie, it, you know, it's a big house, so they record everything in the house. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Or well, you know, they 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 record everything on the location and send us stuff. So they're not exactly shy, are they? No, they're not shy. <laughs> they're very forthcoming. <laughs> um, but they will send us stuff and then we'll, um, we'll just essentially take all of that and we'll make it available to the edits that the client wants to use. So we don't actually do any kind of content sifting. We just literally just provide them what, what they've given us. That's brilliant. Well, I mean, this is the other thing as well. Something like that, there could be scope for, you know, people that are already in lockdown with people who do have, I don't know, a certain amount of technology around them. That could be done right now. That Someone could be making that program right now, which, um, which I think maybe someone already is. I'm not sure. You know, the... the uh, it might have been season 20, actually. Might have been season 20. Well, no, I mean, you know, someone could, <laughs> someone, someone could be making that right now. Julie Shaw, they could all just be locked up and... Well, no, someone would end up getting killed, wouldn't they? Tear each other to pieces. So, what's the um? What you do? I mean, you you train a lot, you exercise a lot, you you know, you look after yourself, you're conscious what you eat, you you do tick all the boxes. Has anything changed? Legs. <laughs> Cake. Legs. Oh, legs, legs, legs. Yeah, I can't train legs very well. I got my bars and everything behind me. That's the big thing there sticking up. Yeah, I can see it. Was that an Ollie bar? No, it's um one of the older. My dad got me like a York fit uh, fitness kind of like plate set. Yeah, uh, yeah. Starter set, like a hundred kilo set, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I just so happened to have it on me <laughs> during this whole pandemic, and I managed to buy one of the last pair of twenty plates off Fitness Superstore. So. No, it's 50 kilos, not 100. God, that'd be great. No, I've got 85 kilos worth of weight now. <laughs> right, so I can okay. do, yeah. I, I've, it's, you know, you kind of have to kind of adapt with it, but I still can't do legs. It's, <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. Because it's like, if, you know, you're going to do deadlifts with 85 kilos. Like, what's, what's the point? <laughs> Cardio. I'm like, no, I'm like even trying to do squats, like even with 50 kilos without a squat rack. You've got to find a way of getting on your back. And when it's a short bar, it's like you can't do like, what is a squat where you kind of tip it up and get it on your back and then tip it back again? Oh, yeah, no, it's not even worth doing. Um, I think no. a front squat would probably be the best way to do it. 
maybe. Yeah, I can't, I can't clean the weight of one of Frank's car. Yeah. No, fair enough. I think one of the blessings that I've got here, if, you, if I was to show you over there right now, is my, my squat stands and my bench and stuff, which, you know, I, well, I own two gyms, so I should be able to take something <laughs> over me. Um, really? <laughs> so what, um, other than that, though, so you're, just, you're missing this, but you are still fairly motivated. How often are you training? Well, I mean, I try and train when I can because, yeah. um, well, recently in particular, I've been doing 11 hour days and I've been going into London as well because we've got like a specialized machine room. Someone needs to take care of it. Someone needs to make sure it's operational. If kit dies, you've got to reboot it or troubleshoot it or, you know, if something comes in like a client sends you a drive full of stuff that needs to be in for the edit the same day and like, well, we've got no one in today <laughs> you're gonna have to wait yeah so someone has to be there to accept stuff and send things out keep everything revolving around but i've been doing 11 hour days for four days in a row so on wow. those days i just get home bum around for an hour and sleep there's no way i'm gonna go do like two hours of shoulders <laughs> no 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 not gonna imagine that no and what's your so work-wise i suppose you're probably working more than ever then yeah. I mean, it's different. It's gone from a different kind of busy because before it was so busy, it would be sometimes I would get in at like half eight. So I get in about, I, I was supposed to start at nine, but I get in at half eight and I would be working solid through to like two, three o'clock. Yeah. Have like a 20 minute break and then work through to like four or five and then have an hour to just let it die down a bit. But now it's more, depends on the day really like today for example i've been making a new program so it's not part of my job description but i do it because i know how to i've been creating a new program for the company so mm. i've been trying to make that work which in of itself is a pretty big job but then two other programs i make had to be adjusted the same day because one went wrong and one needed to be accounted for for a new workflow for a new show that's coming and it's on top of that and then i've got someone else on the slack going hey you check my work for me yeah i guess i can and then someone else hey, i don't understand this job i've got to do okay good i'll get to that too and then, <laughs> then there's a request coming in from my emails like yeah i'll set that up don't worry and then like you know you've got like 10 things on and you just kind of kind of get them all done in a you know linearly instead of putting one behind and then i'll send you a script simultaneously <laughs> <laughs> at the same time as well yeah this doesn't help um mm. And then yeah, and then you got you got people like me that want uh, that want to zoom off of you, and uh, I suppose as well. I mean, you've also got um, you've got your other half to keep happy as well. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> where is uh, where where is she at the moment? Uh, she's in the bed, oh. but she's uh, I don't know. I'm I quite enjoy staying indoors anyway, so it's been fine. It's actually been mm. pretty good for me. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, I would be going to no into work normally, but being able to stay at home and just spend all day on the computer is pretty much what I like doing anyway. Yeah. But for her, she likes going out. So it's harder for her, but eh. there was a meme that reminded me of you the other day. There was a meme that reminded me of you the other day and it was, uh, people preparing for lockdown and then it's got gamers and it said, we've been preparing for this our whole life. <laughs> um, which did remind me of, of you. Um, Obviously, That's a espresso moment. <laughs> An espresso moment, yeah. Um, now, I want to talk to you about, if you don't mind, about something personal. Um, mm -hmm. 
and it's something that we spoke about previously. And right. that's the fact you've had to rearrange something. Like, oh, right, yeah, the wedding. Yes. How you, yeah. how, how's, how's that going? Uh, well, I mean, it's going. <laughs> so when, um, was, when was, so for everybody else, when was the date? Well, it's supposed to be, supposed to be mid, no, it's supposed to be late July mm. this year. But that's kind of a bit fine. And one of the point, the, the whole purpose of me having the wedding in the place I'm having it is so that my granddad can come. Mm. He's like 90 something. That's like the last person you wanted to get coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. So like it's. Even if it is, if like the ban on like small weddings or weddings in general is lifted by then, it's probably not a good idea to risk it. So, no, yeah, I'd rather we're going to have our wedding next July and not kill my grandpa. <laughs> that would be a nice thing to do. That's, that's a good idea. No, I like that. I think that's probably a nice idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I suppose there's a little bit of um, pressure in some respect lifted, but just postponed pressure for later on until. Until yeah, yeah. I mean, we were pretty organised anyway. We'd done quite a few things. We some of the things we haven't done, but we'd have like we've got the florist, we've got the cake, we've got the photographer, we had the venue, we had the catering. I pretty much say, decided. You must have a photographer, God. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone in your phone book. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, I actually didn't have any. I had to go and find one. I bet we must have at least a videographer then. No, not really. Everyone is just kind of... I'm not in contact with many people I used to go to uni with anymore, so... No? Oh, right. That was, that was the think. first big shock. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I know quite a few people. I don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know what? Well, no, we, we had a... We had plenty. We had plenty of people to choose from, um, which I was blessed. We were blessed with... Um, in fact, I'm, I'm probably going to interview the guy that did our photography um, fairly soon, actually. A guy called David is, did a fantastic job. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> what, what, what would you say the, um, at the moment, what kind of take-homes would you, would you say that you've, um, you've experienced or what have you realised that is or isn't as important as you thought it once was? Um, I guess... I wouldn't say, I wouldn't phrase it like that, but I would say I've kind of, it's interesting to see what can happen if people are forced to do stuff. Because some of the things that, you know, other people in other companies or just in general have done, or even my own company, what we've done, it's interesting to see what we can do if we actually try and do stuff. It's incredible, isn't it? Because I mean, if, if it weren't for this, there'd be no incentive to get people working from home. There'd be no point. We can just come in and work as normal, you know? around everyone else you can ask everyone questions you can be around the equipment like there's no limitations of being at work i mean why would you why would you hook up your entire company away from home but now that we are working from home it's opened up possibilities that we might be able to carry some of the stuff we've been doing over to just improve work as it was before mm. i mean people even are... something simple though it's something simple Go on, what's that? I was going to say, even something simple, but well, it's not simple, but even something like um, the government coming out and going, oh yeah, we've, um, we've got 330 billion. We're going to pay everyone's wages. I'm like, you're the Conservative Party. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, they haven't quite done it yet, but they're giving it a good go. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not getting paid. 
Um, <laughs> I think, you know what? People are saying they're looking forward to the world going back to normal, but I don't yeah. think people know what the new normal is going to be. And I, what you've touched on there is, is pretty, you know, you know, it's sticking out in my mind, the fact that businesses are now realizing, hang about, you know, location doesn't have to be a factor anymore. We don't no. have to be confined to just even country, you know, even, I mean, obviously they've been outsourcing to India for years, but I don't mean that. I mean, more our staff can be, wherever they need to be you know i think it could go down to the fact that it only needs to be a skeleton staff in the head office but then what's the implications for london yeah i mean it's interesting thinking about because i mean you've got anyone can work from home now who is able to or has a job that will allow them to i mean if you're in a warehouse you can't work from home but if huh. you work on a computer you can yeah so you've got all these different possibilities have opened up that could stay opened up. And just the thought that I could go back to normal, like maybe normal is not something we want to go back to. Maybe we can have something that's better than normal because we've now adapted and we've got a new normal that is just generally better for everyone more efficient, but it also Mm. imagine how nice it would be if like, say every other week you would work from home and still get the same pay. That'd be great. I'd be so happy. (laughs) I think, I, th- I think that's coming. I think I don't know whether we are. We are. I don't know whether we were as close as we we are now before this started, but we are now at least ten years closer to to that than we were. I think this has brought the online world so much closer, uh, which yeah. needs to happen really because if you if you actually got really boil uh, really peel back the layers, you know we're destroying the planet, traveling everywhere with. We're just causing absolute bedlam when it comes to pollution in in like um, in cities and built-up areas. This would solve that quite easily, <laughs> and everyone would be happy. <laughs> I mean, no, we won't do that. <laughs> it's, it's also interesting as well because I mean, if you think with the whole climate change um, discussion and however many years it's been going around now, so it's been oh, it'd be it's too much money. It would cost too much. Uh, you know, even even if people acknowledge it's happening, that we're causing, well, there's nothing we can do about it. And like, as soon as there's a virus that's probably going to kill you or someone yeah. you care about, if you get it, all of a sudden we can work from home. <laughs> all it of works. a sudden we've got loads of money to pay people. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden we've got all this money and we can do all these emergency procedures because it's immediate. But problem with that is it's not immediate. I mean, it's becoming immediate, but it's been such a slow burner. No one's taking it seriously. Mm. he's known with your chance to do anything about it it's taking it seriously well now a funny little virus has done that for us so we're going to bring this into a bit of a close now mate and we're going to we're going to move over we're probably just going to have a chat after this um, and like I really appreciate you uh, <laughs> you, uh, you coming on but that's an espresso moment that is an espresso moment mate I wish I had one um, massively regretting the early glass of red wine I've had. Um, <laughs> if you were to, at the moment, then, so I know you manage a team and you you work with a lot of diverse different people, and you know you probably have to, you know, pep talk and, and motivate. Mm. 
for people that are in a similar situation to you, remotely working, sticking in hours and stuff, you know, what, what kind of, uh, what kind of things are you using for yourself for motivation? Myself? Um, yeah. Sounds a bit of a cop out, but I don't need motivation. <laughs> I just get on and do my work. Um, but for motivating the people in the team though, I mean, it's all about just, it's easy to get on with work as normal and gloss over or not even acknowledge that people might be really anxious at home or they don't know what's going on or, you know, they're stressing out because of their family or whatever. So I don't know whatever we can do really to help alleviate that. So I know even something simple is on our Slack, not keeping it completely about work, having one for like fun stuff and just posting silly memes and shit and installing some stuff on it that they could use to like get cat facts or some crap like that. Cause I mean, you know, everyone, everyone needs that kind of thing. You don't want to just be a drone working from home instead of a drone at work. You want some kind of humanity in your, in your work. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the stuff like that just helps people. You don't have, I don't think you have to outright motivate people, just give them something to help alleviate working. <laughs> the monotony yeah yeah just just humanize it that's all oh man oh man well thank you very much matt uh, you know what that's, that's a refreshing bit of information there mate and especially as, as a um as an employer that's something i'm probably going to start bringing into practice into our own chat groups um having something that's a bit of fun that isn't all about work and helps break up that monotony yeah. Thanks so much for your time today, mate. I really, really appreciate that. And I, I love that take home. I love that take home. I hope that everyone's um I hope that everyone's okay there. I hope that you keep your health and everything. And I hope to see you uh, guys get married next year as well. Me um, too. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you too. That's an espresso moment. So oh, I'm gonna oh. quickly round up for everybody that has either watched or listened. Guys, thank you so much again for your time for today. Um, if you do want to check out Bob's credit, I'm sure we can find a way of uh, <laughs> linking up uh, the Geordie Shaw bit in the uh, show notes. If you have enjoyed today's uh, podcast, please do press that share button. You know, I'm on a mission at the moment to interview 100 people to get 100 pieces of advice, uh, all going through the COVID-19 times. Um, and that is not a newspaper. Uh, going through the, the COVID-19 <laughs> lockdown and getting their stories for future generations. So please, also, if this has resonated, please get in contact or comment below. Uh, thanks again, guys. Bob, don't go anywhere. I'm going to carry on talking to you, but I'm going to press the stop record for everyone else. Ooh. And stay safe. <laughs> See you later.